Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast. And this is episode 193, Saturday night, July. Hoping you guys are doing well. Um, Nice night. I'm outside. Um, Pretty cool day today. Not bad. Not bad. It was pretty productive. Uh, Did a few things. Um, Tracking through the book, as always. Trying to get this thing done. I can't wait to start the next one so I can uh, just want to leave. This is a great story, though. I'll tell you, as, as I'm going through, I'm actually rereading the entire, all three books. Uh, so I'm on uh, book three right now. Um, I'm around chapter eight. And let me tell you something, man. I did pretty good with this thing, really. You know what happens is that you write something and then you kind of don't watch it, listen to it for a while. Or, I mean, read it for a while. You kind of forget things. You totally forgot. See, and that's the key. Like, when you write, and then you go and you read, like, the next day, and you read it. And then you wait another day, and you read it again. And it doesn't do anything for you. Your, 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 your mind is numb to it. Um, you, since your, your mind is already programmed, you remember what it is. Your mind subliminally remembers what it is that you wrote. So what happens is, as you're reading over a paragraph, if there's words, like insignificant words like duh, but, and, your mind automatically picks them up and puts them in those spots, even though they don't exist. So that's why sometimes you can go over a paragraph and you'll be like, what's missing? Something, you know, you can't, you don't see it. It's like, because your mind is actually adding the word to the sentence, because you're reading it, you know? <clears throat> so, like, if I, um, if I give you a line... That you always know if I tell you, I don't know, uh, I don't know. If I just give you like a sentence that you're used to reading all the time and you know, or even if you wrote it um, and you're meant to put that duh word in there and it's not in there, a lot of times your mind will, your eyes will skip right over it. You would have thought, because you're not really reading word for word. We don't read it like that. We actually, when we read books or we read anything, a lot of times it's through recognition. We don't actually read or spell out the word. We recognize the word. We know what the word looks like. It has a certain look to it. And that's what allows us to read really quick, you know? And that's what any reading, you know? So any language, you know, people look at, you know, you look at Chinese or you look at any other kind of Arabic, you look at, well, it's not that they're sitting there and their mind is breaking. The only time you break down a word is if it's a word you're not familiar with, you know? Then, then you, you know, you tend to break it down. Other than that, you just recognize the word. So, and just like you can recognize a word, a lot of times you can wor- recognize words in batches, you know? So if it says, hello, my name is Tom. You know, a lot of times you, you can look at that sentence in one second and know what it says. You, your mind didn't go through the whole thing. You kind of just recognize it. So, so when you're reading, when you're writing and then you go back and you read right away, um, you're going to skip over a lot of stuff and you can have a lot of errors that way. You know, which is why I find it very important to put the da- the book down for a while. And when I say for a while, I'm talking about 
at least a few months, to be honest. Some people say a couple weeks, six weeks. That's cool if you're on a schedule. You're going to have no choice. You're going to have to do that if you're on some sort of schedule with a publisher or you just, you need to get, you have a deadline already or you already started promoting it with a, with a, a release date and you got pre-sales happening, then you have to kind of stick to that, you know. But um, if not, give it some time, even if you want to start a new book. So you can go write something, the first draft, put it to the side. And then if you want to start something new. Because what's going to happen, you're going to get so engulfed in that new book that by the time you go back to the next one to edit it, it's going to be as if you're reading it for the first time. And at that point, you're really not going to skip over a lot of the words. Uh, you can still skip over, you know, some some of the, like the familiar words, like I said, the does, the ands, and the buts. Um, <coughs> but it's going to be less likely because you're actually reading it now. You're reading it and you're getting into the story. And sometimes the grammar doesn't make sense or sometimes... Uh, dates and ages and locations are inconsistent you know this is when you have to when you're editing you have to have a notebook next to you so you can uh so let's say there's something significant let's say a cop steps into the thing and he's uh short chubby and redhead and his name is you know officer smith i have to make sure i remember that especially if he's going to come back now if he's just going to come in one time or you're going to mention him a few times in there but if you're going to mention him again, maybe in another chapter somewhere down the line, then, you know, it's good to, to keep, at least have the information because you don't know um, how you're going to use it. Uh, and you don't want to say something that's inconsistent, you know, like, you know, I went to the park and saw, you know, Mr. Smith, you know, uh, dunking a basketball because seven chapters ago, you told, you said that he was only five foot one. So... That will be a bit unbelievable unless it's a basketball book and this dude just happens to be one of the magnificent players. So <clears throat> anyway, uh, so anyway, so that's that's what I've been on today. So it's pretty noisy with crickets out here. I don't know if you guys can hear, but it's freaking annoying, actually. <laughs> uh, or beetles, whatever the hell that those are. Uh, what else is going on? Um... Oh, listen, real quick, a shout-out to um, Rocky Ramos. His name, his real name is Ernesto. We call him Rocky. Um, so, COVID, yep, COVID got him. Um, we really thought he was doing a lot better. Got noticed today um, that he isn't as breathing shallow. Now the doctors are, you know... Asking for a miracle. And it's like, once that gets to that point, it's like, oh my God, are you kidding me? You know? And um, I've known Rocky for many years. You know, when you like him, you like him. When you don't like him, you don't like him. <laughs> um, but um, I saw him, I think the last time I saw him was at a California show. Not too long ago, he was backstage and came up to me. I think before that, I saw him in a Miami show. Again, he came up to me. Uh, we've had, you know, my, my relationship. Rocky, by the way, is from the group Spanish Fly. A lot of controversy between him. He was one of the original members. And and then there was the Gayaki Star. And they're a West Coast act. So if you're not from the West Coast, there's a good chance you're not going to know who they are. They sung a song called Treasure. Treasure in my heart, treasure in my heart. Yeah, I think it was Treasure in my heart. Um, but anyway, um... 
Yeah, so Rocky came on to Freestyle Against Phonies many years ago. Like, I've known him for a very long time. Um, and I booked him, I think, once or twice. And, uh, I mean, I understood his side. and But I wasn't his manager. And I wasn't even, like, an exclusive agent. But And I've stood up for him. And I, I allowed him the platform to speak his case. Um, and which, I, like, I do with everyone. I do with people who don't even like me at all. And for some reason, man, Rocky always had, like, he always kind of took it personal. Like, I wasn't helping him. I never understood that. I was like, well, what do you want me to do? Like, <laughs> you know? Um, but I would I would sincerely be helping him. And it's like, he was like, yeah, I don't know. Have you ever done a favor for someone and they took it the wrong way? Yeah, but in your heart, you sincerely was doing a favor, trying to help somebody. And they took that shit the wrong way, like, if you was trying to hurt them. And that's what it was. And I didn't hold him. I took it, you know, straight up as a, a misunderstanding. I never held him against it. I never, um, I didn't book him because I just didn't want to get involved. But when people did call me, I did give them his number. So that way I didn't want him to miss um, the opportunity to do the show. I didn't think that was right. I thought him and Aki should both uh, do the show. Some people like Aki. Some people like Rocky. To me, it seems like more people acknowledge Rocky as... An original member, in my opinion, from what I've noticed. It seems like more people recognize him as one of the original members. Um, but then uh, there's a lot of people that <clears throat> like him the least. Because it's like, you know, things that he would write. And he would get very aggressive, you know. But you know what? He was going through it. And I understood that because, you know, I've seen it. You know, Free Seconds Phonies, I've seen it with the, throughout the TKA situation with the... The cover girl situation with the sweet sensation i could understand i understand the frustration you know and that's why i had told them i said you know you have to come in you have to state your case man you have to speak you have to leave the platform you know and then when somebody else would come and write negative stuff towards him like he wanted me to go in and delete the stuff and i couldn't do that i didn't do that when people talked about me and my wife so i couldn't do that but nonetheless you know of course I hated to hear him going through this. He's not a bad guy at all. He's actually a good guy. Uh, we had lunch with him one time, me and Angel. Uh, he was in the area. We were, I think we were in San Jose somewhere, or San Francisco, I forgot. <clears throat> and he said, yo, I hear you. I heard you in town. And we were down doing, um, uh, down the restaurant, the hotel, having lunch. So I invited him over and came over. And he, he sat with us and we spoke for we sat for a little over an hour, you know, we had a good time, it was good seeing him, and then he came to the show later on, and, um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I wish him well, I've been praying, you know, it's, it's a scary situation, you know, um, I really hope he pulls through, I hope a miracle does step to the, step to the front, and, um, this is really, really a bad situation, and it's scary as hell. I'm tired of hearing about this. I'm tired of seeing this. Um, so we shall, uh, we shall, you know, we'll see what happens, you know, pray. Let's, let's pray for the best, you know. Um, <clears throat> another, another situation that went on is uh, reco recording the artist Noel. Um, I heard, heard little pieces of what had happened, so I didn't want to speak on it when it, when it did happen. Uh, because I couldn't find anything that was consistent. I didn't want to talk because once I, I do a podcast, it stays permanent. And I didn't want that getting back and I have the, the wrong information. And uh, um, I don't have all the details, but, you know, basically <clears throat> he got into a motorcycle accident. 
Um, and he hurt himself pretty bad. Um, I don't believe anything's life-threatening. I didn't see anything like that. But he did break a wrist from what I saw, heard a couple of ribs from what I heard, an eye socket. Um, and of course, any motorcycle, any motorcycle um, um, accident is going to... You probably have some serious scarring when it comes to the body from sliding and stuff. So uh, I, I was like Noel, me and Noel, we go back pretty, pretty far back. And um, uh, I, I wish him well, man. I hope he gets a speedy recovery. And uh, those bikes are dangerous, man. I love how the motorcycle, I love motorcycles. But the problem with a motorcycle is uh, one spill doesn't always turn out well. So, I know a lot of people have taken some serious, serious um, uh, spills from motorcycles. Um, I know someone who lost both their legs. I know I have family who basically lost like all the skin, like under their arm and stuff. Um, I have a niece that uh, got into a motorcycle accident. Um, she got hurt, but. Um, thank God it wasn't well I, I believe it was serious they didn't we didn't get all the information we did see a video and it, it was kind of crazy so but uh, I, I believe she left them alone after that um, my son used to try riding motorcycles and like he, he rode a motorcycle and like the following day after he first learned a motorcycle he's doing wheelies down the block with no helmet so that wasn't bright you know but that was my son uh, he stopped doing that. Anyway, uh, so yeah, shout out to Noel. Um, I believe there's a GoFundMe. You guys can uh, can pitch in if you if you can. I don't have the information, but if you go on his page on Facebook, I believe you'll find it there. I think they even post it on Freestyle's phonies. I'm I'm not sure, but uh, that's pretty much all the information I have on him. So um, yeah, just you know, bad news. But that was an accident. That happens. He, I'm sure in his mind, he always kind of predicted that. You know, I think people, anybody who has a motorcycle or maybe an airplane, I mean, I do it with a car. How many times do we, any of us that drive, how many times do we imagine ourselves in an accident? That's why we wear a seatbelt. And that's why we make sure our kids have seatbelts because you never know. And it doesn't necessarily have to be your fault. You could be driving just fine. Next thing you know, you know, someone's coming, you know, running a red light. Uh, I don't know what the situation was with Noel. I don't know if he f skidded. I don't know if he hit something. I don't know. I don't have that information. So, uh, but I'm sure it's it's there will be revealed in time, you know. So, anyway, shout out to him. Wish him the best. Speedy recovery. Um, so, um, what about good news? Ain't good news. <laughs> Ain't good news. <laughs> Can we have some, please? Um... Yeah, the world is just hustling, man. It's just, you know, we're seeing these uh, these spikes in the corona shit. And um, I, I saw, oh, I saw a video today. I don't know if it's true or, you know, they can manipulate video now. But um, supposedly Trump was walking down the, hair, hand, up down the hall with a mask. So, <laughs> and um, everybody who knows the story knows that. Yeah, he was very resistant about putting a mask on and honestly with that mask on he didn't look happy he looked defeated but what I think happened is his advisors 
uh, his his advisors came up and you know and probably said, hey, you have to set an example. You know, we got too many people that are uh, are going out there with no mask. A lot of his followers, and we need to control this spike. So, if that's what happened, whoever advised him, whoever got got through his fucking head, uh, shout out to them. You know, I mean, he's a leader, regardless of. What the situation is, he's the one we look at, and a lot of people. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make sure I wear a mask. Make sure my family has. But there are those who will not, and they're walking around, they're infecting people, and then those people are coming out infecting others. You know, we're all vulnerable. We don't have to be at a Trump rally to catch this stuff, so, and and, ca- and not catch and catch it from a to catch it from a rally, a rally participant. We never know how that can. Uh, how that could tra- transfer to us? It could be someone who, it could be someone who uh, who was at the rally, who then got on a plane, came to Charlotte, uh, infected something in Charlotte. One of our family, a friend of, of someone comes that we don't know that travels from the airport. He catches it or she catches it, and then they go and they stop off at the at the supermarket and they start shopping for some stuff and they're touching stuff and then you know somebody else comes and they they grab stuff and they they bring that home and then your kids go out there and they play with it and they playing with their kids and you know it, that's how it could travel so we don't know we don't know so for everybody's safety and for the sake of everyone it's important that we all just listen to what they're saying you know me and angel started looking at well angel's been um reading up on the spanish flu of what's that 1922 i believe and uh so crazy 22 and then 2020 how crazy uh twin years but um and uh yeah and uh it's it's pretty much showing the same the same uh the same path they're saying that the, the flu that flu started i believe they said in march as well and it started so in march in 22 it started and it ended in the summer of 23 so like a year and a half or something like that so really crazy 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 it's like man you know and we were write this story i'll tell you this looked like a a freaking um sci-fi story it's crazy look at people walking around with masks safe distance people behind glass to, to serve you uh, no one outside playing, no one congregating, no one in the movie theaters, very few people going to restaurants, just very, very weird, very weird. Um, but we have to, uh, let's do what we have to do, you know, and, uh, stay safe and keep those around us that are safe. You know, remember people, the mask isn't to only, it isn't only to, like the main, the first intention isn't to block whatever's coming at you it's to block what's coming out of you okay and to block what's coming out of other people and then of course our protection you know makes it even you know even thins it out even more so when you're putting on a mask it's uh, people say i'm fine i'm not worried about it. i'm not gonna wear a mask no bro it's not about you it's about what's coming out of you when you cough or you sneeze that's what we're worried when you talk. That's what we're worried about. We're worried what's coming out of you. We're worried about you catching it. You know? So people have to. That's just the ignorance, man. That's just the ignorance. So 
I just say, I ain't gonna be that cool to uh, to try. Unless I hate wearing a damn mask. It clogs up my glasses too. I hate wearing it. I really don't like wearing it. I can't breathe. You know? Yeah, it sucks. But I'm gonna do it. My wife has to always remind me because I'm not used to it. She goes out more than I do, you know, into the stores. So when I step out, it's very easy for me to sell. Like I went to the store the other day. No, 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 no. I went to fast food. And we drove up to the window. I wanted a milkshake. And um forgot to put my mask. She said, put your mask. So I threw my mask up. <laughs> all crooked. My ears were like all sticking out like Dumbo. It was funny. So But anyway, that's it for tonight for tonight, guys. I appreciate you tuning in. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging out with me on 193 episodes. Damn. Uh it's really dope. It's really dope. I got a lot of good stuff, man. I'm working on it. I just, you know, I want to keep my energy level up. That's that's the key that I have. Sometimes I, I feel I get up early. I'm doing everything I have to do. But ah, I start to get a little tired, man. I was never like that. But I just think it's a combination of stuff. So, But listen, man, be cool. Until tomorrow, good night, freestyle. I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.